When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame, Walters, and Carta. The one. The only. Uh, the, Sesame the, the man, the myth, the legend. The, uh... The great one. The ancient one, the the master, the 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 only one. The yeah, the most high, the yeah, the whatever. Uh the the god of castes. Yeah. Like regular cast, like you know, like an arm cast or like a leg race, you know, if you break your arm or something like that. Or um, or, you know, like a Broadway cast. That yeah, that's true. Um <laughs> The, the good times, yes. The good times. So I have a bone to pick really quick. Um, yeah. Well, I like that. That was a good. That was a good pun or rhyme. I have a bone to pick real quick. I like that. Yes. Um, so I was a member of this group Facebook group called Marvel Studios. I think it was called. Yes. It has over seven hundred thousand uh, members of hmm. this group. So there's like multiple posts, like hundreds of posts a day. Yeah. And a lot of them lately have been, like, going back into just, like, anti-social justice warrior, like, fervor. Like, honestly, stuff I haven't really seen since, like, 2015. And, like, I've been seeing a resurgence of this. <coughs> Things kind of tend to ebb and flow. So, like, we're I guess we're going into the, the, the flow part. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, parachute pants come back into fashion sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And like, I, you know, pretty soon we're gonna see the, mm-hmm. the what was those, those 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 jeans were like the, the bottom part of like super, uh, long and like basically oh like, like those stuff. are bell bottoms yeah, no yeah. not those there's actually something like called like J N O C oh those Jen- Janko yeah yeah the, 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 those come back in fashion I'm sure and then you know neon stuff and um and uh you know fascism. Yeah, fascism and, and, and also just like these, these crybabies that are like every single day there is like multiple posts, some of them by the same guy who swears that he's happily married, and I'm sure that I believe him. Um he might be happily married, I'm not sure if his wife agrees, but but he in his mind he's happy. Yeah, he's married, probably but... happy, but I uh, don't envy her. Either his wife is and is brainwashed by him, which is sad, or she's not happy. Either way it's sad. But uh and but anyway, you know he's you know this person was posting all these posts about like, like one had like it was like the scene like where Bruce was like teaching Jen how to meditate and stuff like that. Yeah, and then on the uh, on like the it was like an old school meme too where you just had like text over the one person and text like like even like the memes are going back in time where like on Bruce's side it said something like. The love of my life sacrificed herself to save the world, and I didn't have the strength to save her, or whatever. And then on Jen's side, it says, "I get cat calls sometimes, which means that I'm better at controlling my anger than you." So obviously, it's trying to like say like, "Oh well," because that was the like complete message that they're trying to make, right? Well, that's what they're, but that's what he's trying. Yeah, you know, the first mm-hmm. is trying to say, like, "Oh, these feminists." You know, they complain about having it so bad when 
when a fictional Hulk character, you know, had more trauma than she did. And then the trauma that she's talking about, she faces is like actual trauma that like real people in the real world face on a daily basis, as opposed to your not really girlfriend, because you never really officially hooked up or actually got together, jumped off a cliff and died to retrieve a soul stone, which I'm not sure exists in our real world, but maybe it does. Maybe Thanos is a real person that exists out there in the universe and was planning to snap, you know, 50% of all existence, you know, out of existence. But I'm sure the same guy was upset at the fact that it was a woman who sacrificed herself for the world. Uh, well, no, it's interesting. No, he might, he might have missed that part, though. Because, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying he may have he may have felt that way back when Endgame came out. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, right. if you go, if you look, well, I went through his, I went through his, uh, his. Hey, I'm not gonna say his name because. Oh yeah. So, like, and so I went to his page, and of course, you know, it's public because most of these people they they want their views to be seen because they're so, you know, whatever. Like, and one of, and of course, I was looking just for like general right wing crap and of course i found it like i found a thing about biden saying like national clown week from august 1st to august 7th and then was a picture of biden oh yeah whatever fine and then um but then i saw a few posts down where it said something like um like it was like daddy why why are female athletes so um so great now and then they had like a, like a picture from like some guy from like the lord of the rings that says because they were once men, you know, so they're trying to do the whole, like, transphobia thing. So basically the guy's just a piece of shit overall, you know? Yeah, so, so like, yeah. It, it tracks, you know? And I think he also had a thing about the scene with her twerking, like, oh, this is this is what killed feminism. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you, you, were, you were such a hardcore feminist before that, I'm sure, right? Like, it, it was the twerking scene with... With well, Megan the Stallion, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, well, it, it was the moment that it happened. I saw all of my female friends crying out and uh, complaining, and they were all upset. And they were like, "Oh no, you know, not the whole like you know Roe v. Wade being overturned or anything. That didn't, you know, <laughs> kill anything. It was when Megan the Stallion was twerking on the on the She Hulk TV show." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. if you don't, if you don't think about it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that was funny. So I had, I had, to, I had to unfollow that group though, just because I felt like I was losing brain cells just by reading. Yeah, like, I've, 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 I've gotten to the point where I used to engage on all these things. Um, I've stopped doing it because I, it's just a waste of time. It is. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll say shit, but just you know, to when somebody. Most of the time, I just I just correct people's grammar now. <laughs> yeah, they hate that, and that pisses um, them off just as much. So, um, anyways, um, welcome to the show, folks. Um, yeah, today to woke scold man. Yeah, woke Hulk. Or no, yeah. what was it? it was a uh, she, she woke. That's right, she woke. That's right. Yes. Yeah, welcome to she woke <laughs> with 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 two uh, you know uh, white people. Wokesters, I don't know. <laughs> White yeah. wokesters. Yes. My uh, my my new superhero name. You don't want to know what it is? Oh yeah, what is it? Woke boy. Woke. <laughs> what's a side? He's got a sidekick. What's what's their name? Common uh, sense. Common sense. There you go. Yes. Um, Woke boy and common sense. It's going to be coming from Marvel. It's going to be on on Disney Plus in like a year. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. And I'm and gonna, bet, I'm, I'm gonna star. Cool. And I bet you that, like, unironically, people like Ben Shapiro would actually think it's a real show. They're like, you see what we've been warning you about? <laughs> you guys didn't listen, and now we're gonna be forced to watch She-Hulk twerk on, you know, um, I don't even know now. I can't even think. But whatever. Like, and mm-hmm. it they're. The drag queen story hour is going to be somehow incorporated into one of the episodes of Ms. Marvel Part 2 or something. And they're going to take away the sexiness from the green M&M. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah. They gave all they... that sexiness to the She-Hulk because you can only have yeah. one, one sexy green character. And, uh, Which is weird because I was I was pissed off about the green M&M not wearing stripper boots no more. 
So but I'm upset man. about a Hulk twerking with Megan yeah, the exactly, Stallion. Because yeah, I have I have no actual <laughs> consistent values whatsoever, brother. My values just shift depending on what serves my narrative at that particular point in time, brother. Mm-hmm. Because I actually have nothing to offer the world except for my vapid opinions that only emotionally disturbed young men primarily uh, have because they refuse to go to therapy and or they cannot afford to do so, which is actually a symptom of our failing healthcare. Anyway, I'm sorry, I don't want to make this political. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, She-Hulk uh, or, yeah. or She-Woke. Yeah. Or... Welcome to She-Woke with uh, Alex Jones. Um <laughs> Alex Jones and uh, and and uh, Jordan Peterson here. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problem with transphobia as a word is that like, it's the frogs. They're making people gay. Okay, well, we'll talk about the frogs, but just let me. Let, I, I mean, I sound like Kermit the Frog, so that may be what has triggered your thought about. I think I, I think you're turning people gay. No, just hold on a sec, sir. Um, so I, I'm I, telling I, you, you are. I used to be a so-called intellectual and professor at a university, but now I have I've, I've demeaned myself into being a talking head for the extreme far right wing. And when people say like homophobe or or transphobe, yeah, false flag, false flag. How how many people are actually afraid of trans people or gay people? The phrase doesn't make any sense, even though those words actually don't mean an actual physical fear of those people, and I'm just playing semantics in order to make myself seem like I sound smart. Fuck you, Jordan Peterson. Anyway. Yeah, all right, false, false flags, get, false flags. Okay, anyway, so... Because we probably already alienated half of our audience. Yes, probably so, not. for those of you that are still here... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this, this show... Has brought out so. Many. Oh, I know. I, it, I always it, thought that Miss Marvel would have been worse, but this has no. really got people like. <laughs> no. Teenage Muslim girl. Fine. Or maybe that was the problem. It was two. It was two female shows in a row. Maybe that was the problem. Yeah, they're just shoving it down our throats, don't you? Know? You need a break. You need yeah. You you need one. <laughs> Led show and then like seven mm-hmm. male led shows and then then another female show but they just went back to back so you know that's too much it's kind of like taking too much medication all at once it's like oh no I took two of my pills at once oh shit you know anyway yeah so um episode two <laughs> and three and three are what we're covering today episode two was entitled superhuman law. It was directed by Cat Cat Coiro. I can't talk. Uh, and uh, written by Jessica Gao. Uh, this aired on August twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, on Disney Plus. Um. So, in this episode, I'm gonna do a, a quick breakdown of this one, if that's cool with you, uh, Sesame. Yeah. It is. Okay, here's the fast, you know, jab here. Um, <laughs> it's my closing summation. Um, we got, <laughs> we've got Jen. Okay, so she's gaining a lot of public notoriety here after uh, defeating Titania in the first episode. Yeah, of course. And uh, somebody on the news dubs her She-Hulk. So that name sticks. Um, uh, however, that case that she had in the first episode is declared a mistrial because she saved the jury. So, you know, they were influenced supposedly because they had their lives saved. Like happens all the time in court. Yeah. I mean, and so like. A mistrial, does that mean that this just trial, they just don't do it at all anymore? They just bring in a new lawyer to they, start? They'll, bring, they'll, they'll have to bring in a new jury and a new lawyer and all that stuff. Not, not necessarily okay. a new lawyer, but a new jury for sure. Oh, okay, guys. Got yeah. You. And um, so then we have – sorry. My computer decided to go black right there when I was trying to read stuff. That oh, was God. weird. I think 
I think Alex Jones and uh, Jordan Peterson are trying to get me. Um, ah, we're, we're not allowing the woke left to... Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read your computer. <laughs> All a false flag, man. Uh, yep. <laughs> okay. I am a false flag. Wait, what? Yes, I am. Yes. I'm making frogs gay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Put on your tinfoil hat. Um, the, uh, sheeple. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so so. Anyways, she's she she basically is like you know out of a job now because of this situation, because the district attorney's office doesn't want to work with her because she is a Hulk now. Because you know, I guess that's legal to fire somebody because they're a Hulk. Well, yeah. <laughs> or because they're an, an quote enhanced individual is what they're now calling um, people with powers um, I mean I've been in the workforce for most of my life and there's been several times where I've had fellow co-workers fired because they were enhanced individuals I mean you gotta be careful with them right I mean because mm-hmm. like they can get like you know two times the work done and like half the time and somehow that makes sense to fire them because they're too productive, right? So, you know. The, the, the funny thing is, is I've been in places where actually the more productive people have gotten fired before the people that were lazy as well, that's, fuck. Um, so. <laughs> that's the nature of capitalism. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Uh, that would be called the Capcast. Captain America plus a, a critique of capitalism all in the same podcast. That would just be me because I don't think you want to go along with that one. But, uh, <laughs> um, I think it should be you and Steve Rogers. And Steve Rogers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you so should... I got to talk to the real Rogers. Or, or just, you know, call or up the... Like... Call up, uh... Call up the actor, and you know, call up Chris Evans and be like, hey, dude, I got an idea for a podcast. Actually, I would... That would be really bold of me to do that, but, um... But, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try... I'll send a message to... Yeah. His, um... I mean, I'm pretty sure he doesn't check his social media, but whoever... Yeah, tweet, um, tweet him and be like, hey, I got an idea for a podcast. Can I DM I, you? I, yeah, or, yeah. I, I know you're not busy or anything. Um, no, I know you're not doing like a million movies and you're doing like Captain America Part 7 or like whatever. No, he's not. He's, he's done. So. Oh, he is? He's done? Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, the next Captain America, we already have uh, Sam as Captain America now. So. Well, I know, but they were doing like the two new Avengers movies, so I didn't know if he was going to... Come back? You know. Nah, probably not. I hope not, honestly. Because his story ended, and it, it, it had a nice little bow on it. So Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's my feeling. Anyways, so, so Jen's out of a job. Yeah. So she, uh... is going off in this, like, nice little, uh montage where it's really shot well where you just see her in the background kind of changes the lighting too and stuff and everything keeps getting dingier and dingier as she keeps interviewing for different lawyer type jobs and everybody keeps rejecting her because they don't want to hire a hulk um yeah i think that's discrimination uh yeah plus to the fact that she literally was going to win against that huge company before that happened. You'd think, wouldn't you want that person as her lawyer? Because if, if she can, like, win against, like, JL and K or whatever they were called, um, uh, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, plus, too, because she's a Hulk. And it's like, yeah, but she doesn't have to. She could change whenever she wants to. It's not yeah, like a... So... It's it, it's a lot different than like if uh, somebody's being discriminated against because of the color of their skin or something. Yeah, totally you know? different because the color of her skin is green. You know, yeah, totally. but no, but what I'm saying is that she can change back into a normal looking oh, yeah, woman. Where, whereas you know, or, or I mean, I'm not saying that African American people or 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 any other race are not normal people, but you know, it's not like you know, you know, um. Shaquille O'Neal can all of a sudden start looking like Larry Bird. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, maybe 
yeah. I can explain about later, but, you know, but like, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, what's that? <laughs> no, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, interesting, just like a little interesting about that is, um, I mean, I know you're doing a quick recap, but I just wanted to add really quick that, yeah, go ahead. um, I actually prefer, uh, Jen in this, in this show than the actual She Hulk version of the character. Oh, me like, too. Like I actually like when she transitions or a transforms, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. But like, I actually like like the real like Jen Jen, mm. as their old boss called her. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, like which I think is interesting because that's like another sort of like, um, uh, what would you call it? like subversion of like the superhero type of show where like, you know, like I'm actually identifying more with like the regular version of the person, not the superhero version of that person. Well, it's Whereas, like I, like on Moon Knight, I I identified more with uh, what what was his name? Um, the the British, uh, uh, um, Stephen Grant. Yeah, I, I I identified with Stephen Grant more than I did with any of the other versions of him. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was a nerd and you know kind of foppish and whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Um, but anyways, so she she ends up getting offered a job while at a bar by um, Holloway from um, GLK and H. Um, G- and, and just so people know that uh, Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzen- Kurtzberg, and Holloway, Goodman was the original publisher of Marvel Comics. Lieber is Stan Lee's real last name, and Kurtzberg is uh, Jack Kirby's real last name. So that's where those names came from. So, um, <clears throat> Holden Holloway, um, basically says he wants her to head up this, uh, the firm's new superhuman law division that, uh, that is, that is like, you know, a, a new division that's going to represent people with superhuman powers. Um, so, but he wants her in a way that's controlling her <laughs> to uh-huh. always be She-Hulk while at work and uh, at trials and stuff. He offers her a case, and the first case that she is offered is to represent Emil Blonsky, a.k.a. the Abomination. At his parole hearing. Um, pretty big yeah, go ahead. Job. I was saying pretty big first job. All right, your first case ever is going to be, <laughs> you know, the guy who tried to kill your cousin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad. Um, and that's why she doesn't want to do it. So uh, she ends up uh, consulting with Bruce to make sure it's okay. And uh, he uh, he says it's cool. That uh, everything's good between him and Blonsky. Blonsky even wrote him a haiku. <laughs> like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so she decides that she's going to take the take the case. And uh, while that is happening, while she's calling up Holloway to say, hey, yo, I got I got this. Everything's in the bag. Um, he says, turn on the news. And we see footage of the Abomination fighting Wong in an underground uh, fight club. In a scene from Shang-Chi. Yep. And she's like, oh, shoot. That's not good. Yeah. That, that's that's going to screw up my case now. Yeah. That happens, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Of course, it does. I mean, why wouldn't it happen? Um, so then, um, that leads us into our next episode, which is episode three, entitled "The People Versus Emil Blonsky," uh, <clears throat> directed again by Kat um, Coiro, um, written by Francesca and Jacqueline Gales. Um, this aired on September 1st of 2022. So 
what goes down in this episode here, uh, Sesame? Um, we have um, kind of like a, a breakdown of what happened. You know, like previous, like we get the whole, you know, MBO basically just like telling her his side of the story. You know how they pumped him full of that super soldier serum, which is kind of what made him mentally unstable. But then he left out the part that where he actually tried to inject Bruce Banner's blood into a system, which actually caused him to become the abomination. But whatever. And then um, so it's a little bit of a like a. Uh, not so much a lie, but not telling the complete truth. Um, and he's got these seven soulmates that apparently purchased a big plot of land for him to live on. I'm not exactly sure why, uh, but, but uh, how they're so rich to buy a you know huge plot of land for him. But we'll find out about yes. that later. Hmm. Probably, I'm sure we will. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we will. Why he's got these and. Um, you know, just the general stuff of her being fired and kind of having to go to a family dinner and sort of just have to, like, face the fact that she just got fired. And when her cousin, like, he's like, hey, you got fired. And they're like, why did you say that? It's like, oh, you, you told me to bring it up. It's like, I told you not to bring it up. Why would I tell you to tell you to bring that up for? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. Anyway, I heard that Chad, or Chad, is it Chad or Chad? Chad, C H E D. Yeah. I heard that. Does he become a villain in the comics at some point? Or I don't know. I'm not even sure if he's in the comics. I I thought I read somewhere where at some. So hopefully they're not gonna do something with him where he becomes like infected with her blood for some yeah. reason. I don't know, but whatever. Um, because that would. Well, I hope not. Because that would make the show too convoluted and weird. But like, and um, so. So yeah, so now she's got basically build a new case, you know, to figure out like, all right, so now now what do I do with this guy? Because you know, it's, it's all over the news of him fighting in this underground fight ring. So then she storms into the prison, you know, and asks him like, hey, you know, can you tell me like what the hell's going on? And he's like, yeah, I was, I was, I was actually taken here against my own will, and I was forced to, you know, take place in this fight. And then uh, once I was, you know, once the fight was over, I was, I, you know, demanded that I be immediately returned to my prison cell. And she's like, well, you know, how did you able to escape like this insanely, you know, secure prison, which is hilarious because in Ms. Marvel, it didn't seem very hard for the, the clandestines to break. But then again, though, they were probably super strong, but like, um, you know, from a different dimension, but still. Yeah, been quite a few gates from this prison so far, so it's not exactly the most secure prison for enhanced individuals. Yeah, it's just weird. She might think, but you know, so so they find mm. out who Wong is, um, because he tells them, and then her. I always forget her paralegal's name. What's her name? Because I, I always feel bad just calling her her mm. paralegal. Do you know her her name? Um, it's uh Nikki. All right, so Nikki is like doing like research, and she finds mm -hmm. his uh social media profile or one of them and it says that he's the like it either says he's the sorcerer supreme of the mystic arts in new york but also the librarian of at comertage but then if you actually look further on like a screenshot said he was he worked at like targets like before that it's like <laughs> you know like yeah. you do you gotta work your way up you yeah know? i mean you gotta I, target what? Like I said, I've worked with several enhanced humans before in my yeah. past, and they all got fired eventually. So I'm figuring that that's what happened to him. See, is mm -hmm. Walmart is DC um, superheroes, and Target is Marvel mm -hmm. ones. That kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because I mean, like... I, I used to work at Walmart, and um, when there, you know, I used to hang out a lot of times with Shazam, and yeah. um, you know, and then you know, Aquaman. He was he was always you know. <laughs> He was always uh, helping us stock the fish, and well, yeah. um, you know, and then 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 then, then you know we, we had like um, you know, Mister Freeze helping us out over in Frozen, and you know, um, yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> the Flash was stocking groceries, you know. Yeah, he he made us all look bad, so they fired him. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, too, having Aquaman stalk the fish almost seems like a punishment to him. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it, it was, it was kind of like, sad. You've got to have to stalk all your dead <laughs> brothers and sisters. Like, you know, like, um, kind of like um, uh, from the boys. Oh, uh, yeah. Was, the, um, yeah, the, the deep. deep. Yeah. The deep. He, he decides to buy a lobster to save it, but then they immediately kill it in front of him. He's like, God damn it. Like, yeah. That's insane. Anyway. Um, uh, so, but yeah, Mar- so yeah Marvel what, what happens next <laughs> like what happened okay well after the target gig turned into the library gig that then turned into the sorcerer supreme gig uh he he you know agrees to talk with 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 Jen and um he's like just tells her flat out like yeah you know I, I took him from the prison against his own will so you know abduction, all right, and then uh, and I forced them to fight, so that's like a fighting ring, so that's crime felony number two, and then and then like and then I was I offered them immediate freedom, so uh, fugitive, so that's felony number three, aiding and abetting the felon, and then um, but then he's like, no, he wants he he demanded he be returned to his his cell, so it's like wait a minute, so the criminal here is. Emil Blonsky, but Wong, who's just committed three felonies all in one fell swoop, totally fine because he's Sorcerer huh. Supreme, apparently. So, um, so she's like, "All right, well, will you actually like, you know, be a witness and actually like say that in front of the uh, parole hearing?" Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. And uh, so that part happens. What, what else happens? Um. So. We've got this other storyline going on here. Um, our B storyline, I guess you could say. Um, where <clears throat> Pug, who is uh, one of the co-workers, who knows all the good places to poop. Um, <laughs> and one of the dumbest jokes in this whole series, I'm sorry. But anyway, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> Augustus uh, Puglesi, who is played by Josh uh, Sagara, who uh, people may know as the vigilante, aka Adrian Chase from Arrow. Yep. Among other things. Um. Anyways, he uh, he has to take on this case. Um. For uh. For Dennis Bukowski who worked at the uh, DA's office with Jen because he's been bilked out of $175,000 by a light elf from New Asgard (laughs) named Runa who defrauded him by impersonating Megan the Stallion, the, you know multi-grammy award-winning um rapper and singer yes so (laughs) yeah i mean it totally makes sense and um that you know megan the stallion would just date some rando Mm -hmm. lawyer from you know and one of the things he one of the things he did um as part of this is help her pay off her nissan passat which uh, right yeah which is you know mid-sized sedan you know not so when i think of megan d stallion i think mm-hmm. of like it's just like a mid-level car yeah yeah i mean i guess it depends i mean maybe some people just have certain taste in cars but that would raise a red flag for me um yeah and so uh, he, so, to... so yeah he was convinced that he was dating the real megan d stallion so yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um and, and you know i mean it, it's fine and all i mean it's but it's obviously fake, unlike, you know, the uh, the relationship I'm currently in with Audrey Hepburn. Right. Hmm. Now, you know, I can see it like if Megan Thee Stallion, like, would want to take a chance on, like, a, you know, a shy, you know, kind kind of person, you know, who would, you know, love her for however she is, you know, whether she put on makeup or didn't put on hmm. makeup, didn't really care, 
you know, maybe that guy's named Sesame, you know, I could, you know, I could see yeah, that, you know, I, I could see that. somebody that, you know, lives in the Northwestern part of yeah, Ohio. I mean, so and... like if, if Megan is, happens to be mm-hmm. listening to this and, you know, maybe, you know, we mm-hmm. can just go out on one date, you know, not, not, not expecting anything, mm-hmm. you know, in return, just, just a nice, you know, day just to talk and, you know, have a good time, have fun, maybe a couple of drinks, just joke yeah. and, you know, Take you home in your, you know, sedan or whatever it is, and uh, your, your, your Nissan Passat, yeah. And then you know, and then, and then you know, say say goodbye. It won't 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 expect you know a kiss or anything in return, and just yeah. You know, so I'm just saying, you know, I can see, I can see that possible, you know, you know, but but my relationship with Audrey Hepburn is legit, right? Yeah, I I, I was I was safe. So. I mean, I I sent her that money to Nigeria. I mean, I heard mm-hmm. she moved there, so. Um, yeah, I mean, she 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 told me that she's she's living there in a house with Elvis and Tupac. I mean, like they bought like a mm-hmm. castle because I imagine that yeah. like the the currency ratio or the currency exchange between the dollar. Well, I'm not mm-hmm. even sure now about the dollar anymore. But like, yeah. I mean, but 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 at that time, you know, the dollar to the Nigerian currency, which you know, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of the Nigerian currency, but um, yes, but uh, I would imagine it would be you know, like a little bit, you'd be getting a little bit more if you exchange your dollars into. I mean, I, I never, I, I never, I never, you know, it, 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 it's ironic, you know, considering this episode, but when I've been, you know, sending stuff to um, my, my, my beloved Audrey Hepburn there, um, it's, it's all in Target gift cards. I mean, yeah, because yeah, well, that's because Juan used to work at Target, so he's got like mm-hmm. you know um, a surplus of them that he kind of run off with. He ran off with when he got fired. Um, so yeah. yeah, that happened anyway. <laughs> oh well, you know what else happened? <laughs> so. <laughs> so so so, so the, 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 this this story. We have, um, you know, um, we end up having, I mean, you, you did, did you mention that Blonsky was released eventually? Uh, what do you mean? Like, like, um, like by Juan or you just mean by the, by, by the, the parole board? No, I didn't, I didn't okay. mention that. So, so, so what, what happened with, I thought I, I, I miss, yeah, heard earlier. So anyways, um, Blonsky ends up being released by the parole board. Um, so we, we have this whole, you know, this, uh, this, this light elf, Runa, ends up, uh, posing as a judge at one point, poses as Pug at one point, poses as Bukowski at one point, you know, so it's, uh, it, she ends up getting six months for that, plus gets, uh, for impersonating a judge, plus uh, has to pay the $175,000 to Dennis. Um, They win the case. Dennis says something in the hallway, and Jen overhears, and he's like, I wish there was something we could do to stop her from doing this to hurt somebody else or whatever. And uh, so it gives her the idea to... uh, Part of the Blonsky's parole is that he has an inhibitor, so he can't change into the abomination. Which is interesting to me because I know that, like, in this particular show, that's all that that means. But I'm thinking because we are going to be bringing mutants or whatever they choose to call them into the MCU soon, that we probably are going to be starting to get into this rhetoric now of, like, hey, you know, we've let these superheroes just run amok for, like, years. Maybe we should, like, force them to register you know, themselves and, and, you know, or even dampen their powers. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's, it's kind of weird how we haven't seen any of that in the past 14 years of the MCU so far that there's literally been no, no one who's like, Hey, why don't we just like force these people to register with the government or like do something to take away their powers? Like that's just been like completely like not even 
mentioned wear at nice, all. Wear nice little yellow stars on their clothing. Yeah, but now... Oh, I'm just sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but now we're finally... So, I, I mean, mm. yeah, in the case of She-Hulk, she just meant it particularly for... Yeah, uh, I know. But I think that could also be a sort of hint of like a... Like just an ever so subtle hint of like what could be coming down the way a little bit of like people like saying, all right, we're fed up with these superheroes like destroying our cities to like fight off some evil villain named like Burger Bee or whatever, you know, like who threw, you know, my car at the Avengers and now, you know, I can't come to work or whatever. That's a meme, by the way. And, um, really? and yeah, it's a meme. It's like, sorry, sorry, I, I'm late to work. The Avengers threw my car at some villain named like Burger Bee or something like that. Oh, weird. <laughs> like, but you know it's weird because you haven't you haven't seen like like with the X Men like you know I mean with the X Men movies it was all about you know their characters not yeah. integrating characters so it's hard to to really see what's going on but like you know those movies are always all about like you know plus too I think those, the X Men might take place in the future a little bit too so I'm not really sure how that works but like so. We haven't really seen that conversation at all, really, just, as far as I know, at least, in, like, the 14 years of the MCU of, like, hey, like, you know, these people shouldn't have powers, or we should, I mean, like... we, we, we did have the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, um, but that was more, yeah. like, that, that, that wasn't so much registering because... Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't, like, for your average, everyday, enhanced individual... Yeah, it was because they themselves, yeah. the Avengers, were basically just... I mean, I'm sorry, I agree with Tony on this whole Civil War thing, because it's like, yeah, they do have to be in, put in check, because they do have more power than other people, yeah. and it's not fair if, 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 if one of them were to go rogue, like <clears throat> Scarlet Witch, uh, you know, there's no one to defend themselves against them, you know? Like, and so... Um, or, or, or like maybe some kind of thing that happened in reality where, you know, people with power go rogue and you know like kill people and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, you know, or people. Like, pe- not, I'm, I'm not saying anything like you know people that wear blue uniforms with badges or anything, but. Um, uh oh! Uh oh! Oh! Uh oh! Wokester. Yeah. Sorry. Woke boy strikes again. Boy metaphorically strikes. That 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 that's my that's my catchphrase too. What? Woke boy I, I just go, Woke Boy strikes again. Yeah, you got to make sure you have the soy voice. Uh, yeah, every time yeah. I do something, I'll be like, I'll be like, well, actually, you see, um, that's racist <laughs> because blah, 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 blah. Woke Boy strikes again. That, that's how it goes. <laughs> I love that. You should just record that and, and like, like kind of like how a radio station has like a button where they push, like, where it, like well, it strikes again. It's like, you know, like a laugh track or like yes. a farting sound or whatever. Yeah. Like, just, you should get yourself a board of sound effects and just like, I, I might, I like, might do that. Yeah. Do like a siren thing, like, or like, or a record scratch. Fart, or, farting well, noises. Favorite, oh, wait, no. no. <laughs> yeah, farting. Or what I would like to is like, um, I know it's not relevant really, but I just I just love it is when Donald Trump was talking about the windmills. He goes, windmill, wheel, wheel, wheel. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, Woke boy strikes again. Oh, sorry. Oh, anyway, so. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> so. Um. Anyways, that that basically kind of wraps up this episode. Oh wait, we do have one situation that we forgot to talk about. The wrecking okay. crew attacks her. Oh yeah, that's right. At the end of the episode, and for a second there, she's like, she's she's letting them attack her, and she's in like Gen form, and she's like, oh wait, and then she turns into the She Hulk, and um, she can uh, you know, and she she fights them, and everything. They're they're trying to. Um, take some blood from her. weren't able to get it because once she was She Hulk, the it the needle couldn't penetrate her skin. Yeah. Um, while they're in the uh, in the van afterwards, one of them says uh, the boss is going to be mad. So I don't know who the boss is. I have theories. Um, I think it might be Kingpin. 
mainly yeah mainly just because he seemed to have some kind of superpowered strength at the end of Hawkeye. And we do know he's going to appear in Echo. So yeah, they mentioned that in Hawkeye too, or, or maybe it was in some of like the theory videos where people were saying like maybe and part of it was just like the fact that King Ten is just like so determined and just like believes that he can't lose that like just like having that like that just, amount of self assurance yeah. like gives him like a placebo effect. I don't really know because kind, kind of like the, the thing like where where a mother could lift a car if her kid was under it sort of thing. Yeah, but he yeah. literally got hit by a car and he yeah. was still like and he got shot by multiple arrows. Yeah, I mean that doesn't seem and, like the same kind of like adrenaline that a mother no, like really a mother doesn't. gets when she lifts up a car or something. No. And then, like, he would just, like, pull out the arrow, like, nothing, I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's there's definitely going, at least this version of Kingpin, which we're still not sure if, if it's this, the, if it's the it's, same it's, one. Like, we, yeah, we don't know. I mean, he looks the same and everything, but we don't even know if this um, Daredevil is even the same Daredevil from the same universe. And we will see soon, because uh, Daredevil's supposed to appear in She-Hulk, so. Right, so. So that being Kingpin is probably a pretty good guess that that could be the boss um, because he got Daredevil. And plus two, the fact that Daredevil's wearing apparently his like original uniform, which I guess was different than. Um, well, it's one the, of the versions of it. it's like different colored. It's uh, yellow, okay. yellow, red and yellow as a red and yellow and black as opposed to just you know like red primarily red and black. So yeah, right, yeah. So that could also be an indication that maybe just maybe possibly. This is like all the shows we've been watching before are like in a different universe, like not six one six or whatever. So maybe this is yeah, the, like the, the the whole like um the the whole uh, Daredevil and Punisher and Jessica Jones and all that. Yeah, because people are saying too, like you know, since those shows were kind of a lot more violent. Yeah, you know, and putting them in the MCU is going to be kind of tricky. Because they usually kind of go for like a PG thirteen type of thing, and that's another thing that's upsetting people because they're like, "Oh yeah, no, this is when we're going to get." We're I I I I saw a post the other day that like like, and this is how they're going to introduce uh, Daredevil to the MCU is in this stupid show, and I was like, yeah, I was like, actually, he was already in No Way Home, so yeah, you piece of shit. And then uh, you know, I bet you Daredevil's probably going to be trans though, because you know, because of the trans agenda. Mm-hmm. So it's it's gonna be um, what's that? What's the Daredevil's actual name? His like real name? Um, uh, Matt Murdock. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, Matilda Murdock. Um, and then a big a big part of like the eighteen episodes is good, like half of the episodes is gonna be about quote her transition. Uh, because I can't I can't say his because I'll get blocked on Twitter or whatever. Anyway, woke boy strikes again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, actually, play. everything you just said, my friend, um, is probably not true, and it sounds a little bit bigoted, my friend. Yeah, oh, boy, just... strikes again. Boy, strikes <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you really should just record that one loop and just put that. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, oh god! Uh, oh boy! Yeah, she gets attacked, and then. She, you know, which kind of scared me for a sec, because, you know, I just think about it. If she didn't have the Hulk powers, I mean, she would have just been assaulted and killed, you know, if they would have had her their way with her. You know, so that's kind of a, which, you know, again, well, boy strikes again, you're not allowed to talk about real yeah. life, you know, oh, no. things that women face, apparently. Because I that, guess not. The wokester. <laughs> What's that? I guess not. Well, I know according to that guy on that Marvel fan page, you're not allowed to, you know, say, oh my God, like, hey, did you know that, like, women get, like, assaulted on the street, like, on the regular, and that, like, most of them don't have superpowers, so, like, if, like, eight guys, like, ambush her, she's pretty much, like, a goner, like, for real, they're like, oh, you're just being woke for saying that, uh, oh, oh, okay, like, sorry like for telling me the truth like i don't know what else to say about them i mean, I don't, I mean i'm not really sorry actually but yeah because truth needs to be spoken 
And like I remember as a kid, you know, again, Wolf Boy Strikes Again, but I remember as a kid, you know, he'd watch like cop movies or stuff like that or TV shows and you know, you would you would have scenes like that where they would like, you know, attack a woman on the street, whatever. And it, you know, it'd be like like you know, like, oh my god, like they got that poor woman or whatever. But like now I'm watching this, you know, as, as, an, as an adult and I'm like, you know, I know now like this isn't just fiction like you see on TV, like and and like I know the stats as well. So like seeing her actually get assaulted by like four or five guys like actually mm-hmm. made me like, feel really, really nervous. Oh yeah. Like because I was sitting there thinking like like this this right now was literally happening. Like somewhere in every. Oh yeah, there, there's somewhere that like, some some woman like, is getting, you know, attacked uh, for her money or rape or, or any, rape yeah. or something. Yeah. So like that made me super uncomfortable, especially before she realized that she could, you know, turn into her Hulk powers. And I was like, yeah, but what about all the women who hmm. don't have that? I mean, I guess some of them might know some martial arts and stuff to help them out, but like. Even then, you know, if there's like five people against you, I mean, you know, like... yeah. Oh well. Any other thoughts here on this episode, or the no, few... just just that ending woke part. The woke. Oh yeah, no, mm-hmm. I did want to mention the fact that like, uh, so you know, there were some theories that Emil's. I like that name, by the way, Emil. I think that yeah, the plot sounds really. It's like it's got a right, really nice ring to it. But anyway, um. You know, I, there were some theories that his quote seven soulmates were going to be the Thunderbolts, but it turns out it's just like this like hippie commune, and like they're yeah. all women. And it's like, is this dude like a polygamist? Has he got like seven mm. wives? And then like I remember too, where like he's calling them out by name, and then like Jen just kind of looks back, and then he she looks forward like, I don't think we need to go in further into that. <laughs> and like you know, like <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like I don't think we need to look further into that. You know, no, like, definitely of, not. Because that might just mess up his case. You know, like <laughs> oh, got seven girlfriends. That's not good looking. Uh, that's not looking well, good for him. Well, as long as he's not marrying all seven of them, I guess it's illegal. Well, no, but he could get a fish. Well, the thing is, I actually know I have a Facebook friend who is a polygamist, and he has uh, three wives, but one of them hmm. is only legally, and the yeah. other. Are like their spiritual marriages, I guess you would call them. Like you know, uh, but um, so I, I know it happens, and the dude's pretty chill. I mean, like he's not like hmm. some. He, he's actually like not misogynistic at all. He's like yeah. actually hardcore super feminist. He just happens to just you know, be hmm. wise. I don't know. I mean, I mean, what? I don't really see the problem to be honest. I don't like. I mean, as long as there's not like a like a power like um dynamic where like you know that kind of thing where like uh you know like the man is seen as like the master sex or what you know or whatever type of you know that kind of thing then obviously that's you know you got some issues going on right there but like i don't give a shit like what if you know like a woman what if a woman wants four husbands who fucking cares yeah you know? but, like you know like i don't care but like <laughs> up to them in my opinion i don't care you yeah, know? It's like, as long as nobody's hurting each other i don't care exactly as long yeah. as there's no power dynamics that are yeah skewed, actually, as long know. as it's not like you know somebody with like four slaves that he's calling his wives or yeah or, or like four like husbands these... that she's calling her husbands you know or four yeah. slaves well, yeah, you know yeah yeah, yeah. again <laughs> i have to make it clear i'm not i'm not like referring to like the fdls or F- yeah sorry, the F- fldS or mm-hmm. those kind of you're not up. you're not marrying your stepdaughters and your cousins and your uh well oh, that what nieces. they were doing i didn't even know they're so, doing sometimes that. they do oh. that shit too yeah. oh shit i didn't even know yeah. they were doing that mm-hmm. oh my god well i gotta look i gotta read more up on mm-hmm. that because i'm still reading the book of mormon that's gonna take me like a year to yeah read that, but like it's so so damn i mean i'm not probably not in the like you know back in the old days when mormons actually still got um married to multiple wives i don't think they were necessarily doing that but a lot in the fdls like it was such a small group of people that a lot of the people were related to each other. And so you'd be like marrying your uncle and shit. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a pretty small Mm -hmm. splinter group as far as like the, (laughs) maybe not even necessarily your blood uncle, but it could be like your, you know, your, 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 your aunt's husband or something, you know, it's still weird. It's still gross as hell. Yeah. 
so weird. Like, for example, I know mm-hmm. this is a weird tangent, but like, so like Elon Musk's um, father, I don't know his mm-hmm. name. Uh, he he got married or either had children with uh, someone who was his stepdaughter for like a short period of time who he had known since she was four mm-hmm. years old. And I'm just like, oh, that's like, I, oh, yeah. like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care if that person's 30 and then you get married to that person. If, like, you've known, like, if you're an adult and you've known a person since they were four years old, and I just, eh, I just, like, yeah, I know it's, I don't it, know. It, it's kind of about, weird. Definitely. It, I can't get over just the awkwardness of like how that makes you feel. But anyway, apparently Elon Musk is a genius and so is his dad. So apparently, mm-hmm. you know, they know what they're doing, I guess. I don't know, but uh, no, I'm being sarcastic. But uh um Yep. I mean did you know that Elon Musk is like the mm-hmm. biggest genius of all time, that he invented time travel, that he invented air. Mm-hmm. Um I've that... heard he invented sliced bread. He did actually he and mm-hmm. chocolate ice cream at the same time in fact. I, uh, I also heard he invented sex. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. Unfortunately, now I'm having mm-hmm. to block out images of him having sex. But like, um, I, I, I just, I just had, I just had an, an image of him having sex with chocolate ice cream and sliced bread. <laughs> and bread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we kind of really went off the rails. Yeah, so anyways, before <laughs> anything else before we wrap things up here? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay, so um, folks, uh, be sure to check out all2real2.com. It's got all of our links to all of our stuff, including our tea public and our and our social media outlets and all the places you can listen to the show. Um, and speaking of tea public, if you want us to, you know, maybe release a uh, – um, a uh, well, boy, strikes again. T-shirt. We might do that. <laughs> Wait, oh my God, you shouldn't actually make that. Oh, I, I will. I, I think I will. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Maybe those will be out in the next week or two. Um, so, <laughs> you know what, though? Hold on a sec. Yeah. I, 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 wanna, I don't want to interrupt you, but I, I, I had a stroke of genius here. Okay, go ahead. You should actually make that shirt, though. Yeah. Actually, um, ironically put an ad on like for conservatives yeah like they'll actually buy the shirt thinking that like mm-hmm. they're making fun of woke people and then you'll and, actually probably make a lot of money so yeah, and, and, but, but 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 i will put a link to our website on there so people will oh. wear the shirt and then go to our website and then realize that wait <laughs> realize that they bought a shirt for no reason yes throw it away then they'll burn the shirt and then, mm-hmm. like, and then they'll film themselves burning the shirt, which will then give the shirt more, like, um, you, like more, um, what's the word, like, vi- virility or whatever. Yeah. Or vi- 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 I can't, whatever, say it, but, like, yeah. vi- vi- virality. It, it'll give it more Viagra. Wait, that's not Viagra. Yeah. You'd be insta-hard, like Alex Jones's face. <laughs> he, he extracted the gayness out of the frogs, <laughs> and he put them into the insta-hard pills, mm-hmm. which is what then makes him insta-hard. And then, um... So yeah, um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> woke voice strikes again. Sell yes. the sell the shirt to conservatives. I, I'm I'm sure they will buy it. it. it it'll happen. Yeah, it will. Because I remember I actually made a shirt once, and I think I sold a couple. I don't remember. I could have sold a lot more. Where me and my friend Sean were just like, we were, we were gonna pretend to make do like a form a super pack because of how easy it turns out to actually form one we figured yeah. out like my god it's so easy to form a super pack like so we were gonna form one i'm not gonna say the name because i might try to redo it again yeah and then um but like we came up with all kinds of t-shirts like the one i came up with was just like a, it's like a big like a picture of like a cheeseburger with just like a bunch of bacon and like sauce oozing out of it and then it just says Fuck salads. I'm like, I'm like, I guarantee you a conservative would buy that shirt. It's like, yeah. Definitely. Fuck, fuck eating healthy cheeseburger America. You know, because they're so eat they're so predictable. Like, I'm sorry guys. I I always hate to make this show political, but like there's such a it happens. <laughs> um and but anyways, um I just want to let people know that to combat all this, just be good to each other. Yeah, don't be like mm-hmm. me. 
And don't don't make fun of people. Um, you know. And uh, remember that we both love you. Yes, we and, do. And until next time, Woke Boy Strikes Again. Bye bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.